my voice can get very loud. Don't touch the bottom of the mics where they connect. That's how you, they get weird. Yeah, or the top. It's loose. Yes. Oh, that's why I was making that song, because I was touching the bottom. Of the yeah, if you guys touch with the XLR, you got to literally hold right at the shaft. If you touch any other end, you kind right. of mess it up. <laughs> that makes sense. That's, that's kind of accurate for yep. some other facets <laughs> no, of life, too. A lot, a lot of my life <laughs> operates that way. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. The tip is very sensitive. This is of the <laughs> microphone. Of the microphone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. So this the is, bass. Uh, epi- <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> You're right. Um, welcome back, y'all. This is episode 54 of NBA. Yay. We're trying to think of a person who wore 54 on the way here. I want to say Robert Tractor Trailer did. Wasn't Scalabrini? No. No, he may have been 34. Maybe? I don't know. I'm going to Google it. You guys talk amongst yourselves. 54. I feel like Kwame Brown was 54. Maybe? I think Kwame Brown was 54. I think he was. I think in Golden State, he was 54. I forgot he was in Golden State. He's got tiny hands. Does he? Tiny hands. You think that's why MJ used to call him a pussy? Because he's got little baby hands? <laughs> you got this. I made Kobe. Kobe said he had tiny hands. They're all assholes, so it <laughs> makes sense. Kwame Brown, yeah. 54. 54. Called it. Uh, I knew it. Wallace Bryant. Oh, mm. that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Bob Elliott. There's like nobody. Yeah. Like Kevin Duckworth. Oh, Kevin season. Duckworth. Kevin Duckworth. Portland Trailblazer. University of Illinois' Kevin Duckworth. Mm. And former Detroit Piston. There you go. Nice. Was he? Pretty sure he was on the Bad Boy Pistons teams. I'm like no, nine. Yeah. Not Duckworth. Duckworth played with the Blazers. I'm going to click on it right now. No, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see. San Antonio, one year. Portland. Uh, nope. No, Milwaukee, San Antonio, of? the Clippers, you are Portland. Of, What's um, WSB? Oh, Washington Bullets. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're not allowed to call them the Bullets anymore. No. Um, you're thinking of the other big black guy. Of God course. damn it. I'm, I confuse them all. I'm forgetting his name. Oh, uh, you guys. You know who I'm talking about. No, I don't. Not Bill Lambeer, the other one. Bill Lambeer is not black. He, and he also... <laughs> Again, Nikki. I'm talking about the big man on the on the Bad Boy Pistons. Oh, I don't know. I he also had it. like the weird, like little dainty mm-hmm, mustache mm-hmm, thing too, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why like I confused the two of them. Oh, it's, it's they're both light skinned brothers, so like they kind of look, you know, killing me that I can't remember his name. <sighs> All right, mm-hmm. I'm moving past it. Yeah. Um, welcome back, y'all. This is the Kwame Brown episode or the Kevin Duckworth episode of NBA. Somebody look that up, or I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. I'm doing it. Um, we're back. It's the off season. Last week was the draft. It was a very monumental <laughs> week. Sorry, I put I typed in Bad Boy Pistons and it was like, would you like to see Bad Boy Pistons hard files compilation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's their team. Isaiah Thomas, John Sally, Dennis Robin, Ralph Lewis, Bill Lambeer, Stan Kimbrough, Vinnie Johnson, nope. Gerald Henderson, Scott Hastings, nope. Dave Greenwood, nope. James Edwards, nope. Joe Dumars, William Bedford, Mark Aguirre. No, it's that's, not, that's any, not him. It's, it's not, not Mark Aguirre he, either. No, it's it's a younger team. It's a different team. Oh, what is Dude, this fucking name? I can see. I, I can I, see, I, his, I see face. his face. He's this is big, dude. Everybody really is interested in this. Yeah, I'm I sure. know. Is it Rick Mayhorn? Yes. Yes, yes it is. Uh-huh. Damn it. Rick Mahorn. It was Rick Mahorn. Two pretty comparable players. Very similar. He wasn't on the... I, I was at their 89-90 roster. Yeah, he was on their 88-89. before that. Yeah, because they got rid of him. Well, they lost him in the Rule 5 draft. Right. Yeah, thirty for thirty. Yeah, that was a good thirty for thirty. Great thirty for thirty. I love thirty for thirties. I hated Isaiah Thomas. The only good thing that ESPN does now. Thirty for thirty, 30 for thirties. Uh, and details. Hello, shout out to Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Not familiar. No. I like I I like High Noon. I told you guys that about I about that like already. I've enjoyed it. Um. Well. Um. First topic on the agenda today, boys. Uh, it is the off season, so people what are is moving. This? Uh, this is NBA. I am your host, Austin. Green River. Oh, nice. That's a Chicago reference. Love Green River. Uh, <laughs> A.K.A. I had one the other day and I blanked on it. Son of a bitch. Forget it. I'm out. Um, Tad, introduce yourself. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. It me. <laughs> uh, what's up, y'all? It's Tad. Uh, A.K.A. Bogdan Bogdanovich, the man so nice, they named him twice. I have nothing today. Not, not a um, pun, not yeah. a pun, but he, I get Sorry. it. No, it was tough. I got nothing. It's tough to do it on the spot. <clears throat> Austin Green River was right off the top of the dome. That was a good one. And His, I, this is the master. If you're ready, here you go. I don't know, maybe. But I just thought uh, Nick Aquiles, a.k.a. Marcin Gore 
taters. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. I, I was gonna, it's always food. Or you, Nikki, it's always food. Oh, it's easier with food. Or Marcin Borstadt. Borstadt. Borstadt type <laughs> of food. Uh, AKA Iman Shrimper, <laughs> who's married to AKA Tiana Taters. There we go. I got Taters in it. And AKA Dirk Nohwiski. Wow. Ooh! Wow! I w- I like that. Whiskey's, I'm here for that one. Yeah, whiskey. Dirk was not nice to me this past Monday. AKA <laughs> CJ McColl on my face. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was <laughs> what? Oh, no! Somebody edit that out. <laughs> Yo, that's so bad. Uh, well, speaking of Austin Rivers, as I mentioned, it's mm-hmm. the off season. People get yeah. moved around, uh, and Austin Rivers got traded to the Washington Wizards for Marching Gortat. Um, this was. Definitely a Jerry West move. Oh, a hundred percent. And in my, in my humble opinion, is the most power boss move of all time. Looking at the head coach and being like, I don't give a fuck that he's your son. He's fucking gone. I'm done with his ass. Peace. I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh, Jerry West has finally stepped in. I see. Yo. I there was no, there's no. Um, if that was actually Doc Rivers who who pulled that trade. I got a little more respect could, for could him. Could you imagine if he was like, guys, I can still do this. Watch. And then he traded then he traded his son. He's like, I'm a fucking killer. I'll do whatever I gotta do to win. Bye, Austin. Sorry. Please don't call your but mama. But then they're like, all you do is get us Marcin Gortat. Marcin Gortat's still a serviceable center. He's a good NBA center. Not in the playoffs. He's got a, he's got a terrible locker room presence. With John Wall specifically, who m- many will argue that John Wall is a worse locker room presence. Yeah, I won't, I won't. I won't fight you on that, but I, <clears throat> you can't you can't air it publicly. Like no. Gortat was the one that made it public. He was passive aggressive yeah. about it. He was passive about it. But maybe a little bit more actively aggressive. I mean, it seems like what the what the Wizards are doing is just getting they're getting rid of one locker room presence because they're like we're bringing in the ultimate locker room presence. Because <laughs> everybody loves Boogie Cousins. Come oh, on down. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's the first thing I thought. I was that's like, all right. They're yeah. clearing space. Trying to clear some space. They'll I probably mean, Austin Rivers got paid though, so he's he's definitely got some money on the books. Uh, he's got twelve point seven coming to him. <sighs> he's got a big contract. Are you kidding me? They gave him a good contract. Yeah, I think it was like, but he's you know, he's, he's yeah. Honestly, dear old dad gave him a good contract. He's, been, he's not been bad for the Clippers. Yeah. And if his name was like Austin Jones, we wouldn't <laughs> be talking about him the same way. It's <laughs> like yeah, he's he's a pretty he's a pretty decent backup point guard, and he can get you buckets off the off the bench. And honestly, he's pretty good defender on the perimeter. Where does he fit? He's gonna back up in John Washington. Wall. He's gonna be, he? he's gonna be their backup. He's gonna be their. It's either him or fucking Zadaransky. Zadaransky. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's a good pun. That's a really good. What's pun. What's his first name? Nicholas. Nicholas Zadaransky. Zadaransky. <laughs> <laughs> but like Austin Rivers, he's gonna be the backup two one in in Washington. So he's gonna like spell John Wall. He's gonna spell Bradley Beal. But you can play him next to both the guys because he can handle the ball. Yeah, he can get his own shot. You're he's, right. He's a good. He's a good player. Objectively speaking, he's a good right. player. Yeah. People just don't like it's him. Just, and it's e- but it's he's so easy to it's shit easy, on. It's and it's just not easy like not to like him. He's got mm-hmm. he's got a smug look on his face all the time. He's got this like daddy's the coach thing about him. Hey, Austin, I'm a rich boy. Rearrange your face. Yeah. He's just yeah. he just there's something I, about him. I I else. only can think of when he was injured talking shit to the Rockets while like grabbing the the belt of his suit because the suit was like two sizes too big mm-hmm. on him. Oh, man. The best, the so best funny. Austin Rivers moment. Ooh, hey, oh, hey now. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. Weird. Uh, the best Austin Rivers moment, and I talked about this on like um, a minisode that we did before yes, I was doing this right. full time, is uh, in the playoffs against the Rockets when they blew that series against the Rockets. Yeah. Um, the Clippers were down. They're making a run. Austin Rivers gets a steal, comes flying down the court. I think maybe Corey Brewer was the defensive player that was back. And he tries to go behind his back around him, and the ball hits the, his like heel and goes out of bounds. Yep. But the best part about it was, as he was flying down the, the court, Kevin Harlan, on the call, gets all into it, and he's like, and here it comes! And then his voice just drops as he realizes who it is. And he's like, Austin Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeds to dribble the ball off his foot. It, yeah. That's what he does. All he I just, can think of. I always like... I remember when New Orleans drafted him after, like, I think they drafted him 10th after Anthony Davis. And I'm like, holy shit. That is correct. This is the uh, team of the future. We got our center. We got our point guard. It was a big get. And, uh, man, he sucked. Big old donkey balls. He mm-hmm. was like a 67 overall in NBA 2K. <laughs> and you could That's just. generous. He was just wet 
from everywhere. <laughs> like he just he didn't miss. Like you, you it was impossible to miss with him because he has right. a, he has a pretty like he has a nice jumper. It's like a pretty smooth jump shot. There's not any crazy he's hitch. A, I can he's think a heat, of. he's a heat check guy. Like he's a guy who's just like. You don't want him to shoot, yeah. but if he's got, if he's in, if he's in the flow, if he's, if he's really just like heating up, you kind of just have to let him go. Like a couple of years ago in the playoffs, when like Blake went down and CP3 went down, and they pretty much had nobody else. Yeah, like Austin Rivers was the only guy that they had that was really putting in points and like really getting buckets for them. If real quick, if you create a heat check team, like an all heat check team for 2K, they would destroy because. All of the guys I can think of, who, they're kind of those kind of players. Who makes your all heat check team? Well, I'm saying like. He would make it. J.R. Smith is a very much a heat check kind of player. And Jamal he's a, Crawford. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nate Robinson. Jordan and Clarkson. For some weird reason, those guys are amazing in 2K. O.J. Mayo, like NBA 2K 13. <laughs> I would just murder people with that guy. Yeah. And also, I don't know why, but the more, uh, the more obviously more recent ones, uh, Thon Maker is real good in that game. That's a good point. It's so weird playing with – it's like players that you like – the players that you can see, like maybe becoming stars, and then obviously they don't actually do it in the NBA. In two K, two K is like no, they definitely deserve to oh, become a star. It's all about that potential, baby. Oh man, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else would make my all heat check team. I feel like Danny Green's like a heat check type of guy. Lou Williams. Lou Williams definitely. Oh a heat yeah, check yeah, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely a heat check guy. Um. So, anyways, um, on to more. Oh, Monte Ellis. Oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah. Um. So the NBA awards show happened this week uh i think we're all unanimous in saying that we didn't watch it uh i didn't watch it i didn't watch it i don't even know who won the awards yeah i'm gonna be complete i know Dwayne casey did (laughs) i know he won coach the the best the best part of that was that the detroit pistons congratulated him after the raptors Mm -hmm. congratulated him for the first one i also knew that ben simmons won rookie of the year year because philly put up a billboard that was like not a rookie, right, the, the rookie. rookie. Yeah, yeah. that was an Adidas. Or a it was a Nike thing, thing. but nonetheless, because uh, Donovan Mitchell showed up in a, an Adidas van that said "Rookie Question Mark" yeah, on it. Oh, I don't hate that move. It, it was yo, you know, you got to play. And, it and you know what? They hugged. They hugged. Uh, He's like, a once cool he kid. Won. They cool they kid. were definitely. They heard him on the JJ Reddick podcast. Uh, isn't him and Ben Simmons like the same age too? No, uh, no. no. no ben he? Simmons is nineteen, dude. He's like twenty-two. Oh, that's right. I forget. Ben Simmons is so weird. Junior. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Ben Simmons wins Rookie of the Year. No objections there. No. Uh, sixth Man of the Year was oh shit, Lou Williams. It was Lou Williams. Yeah, sweet Lou. Holy shit, I didn't. I, I knew so many yeah. of these. Almost, they were all pretty. He almost went to the fucking All Star game. Yeah. So like, Lou Williams wins Sixth Man. I don't hate Coach that. Coach of the Year is Dwayne like, Casey. Although there, there's some there's some French people that have. Quinn Snyder came second. Yeah, most improved was actually uh, Brad obviously Stevens should have won Coach of the Year. He came third. I, I thought that it, I was surprised that he did, that he got there. So. Um, you said Quinn was second. Okay, that makes sense. Because I, I, they had a, they sent out the breakdown. Yeah, not sent out. I found it online. <laughs> um, and then it was um, defensive player of the year was Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Which I no, I he didn't play a lot this year. No, but he did do very well when he was playing. He's, he's the best defensive player. Anthony in the Davis yeah. got second on that. I one. feel like Anthony Davis could have made it. He could have. He, he he was kind of like creeping up the the boards for yeah. the end of the year there for me. Um, I want to just. <clears throat> Hop back real quick. Hit it. Quinn Snyder. Yes. Uh, he looks like the like second in command of like an evil organization from a movie. <laughs> he does. He looks yeah. like a Bond villain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he does. He does. Yeah. He looks like he looks like he's the legal counsel for the Russian mob. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He's like, oh, like I'm a billionaire and I have this plan to kill off half the world's population <laughs> to save the earth. He looks. He looks like a guy from Jersey. Who uh, is like Matthew McConaughey's her character from uh, what the fuck is that movie? Who is like American Psycho? No, not American Psycho. Dude, that's Christian Bale, which yeah. we've told you three separate times on this podcast. You know this. We've seen this. Wait, movie what are we together. talking? I'm talking about Christian. Quince, Christ, I'm not talking about Christian Bale. I'm talking about Matthew McConaughey. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I said Matthew McConaughey, bro. I don't know why I keep thinking of. Although yeah, don't I mean Quinn Snyder, it. Patrick Bateman, like that's a pretty <laughs> decent pretty comparison. Close. So that's well, I because I, only I, I pull up this picture, <laughs> he does look like American Psycho. This he this really picture, does. he also kind of looks like the Joker pre makeup. He does, yeah, yeah. That's a, wow. Oh man, I like Quinn Snyder a lot. Uh, I'm gonna be interested to see what they do in free agency this summer. It's gonna be interesting to see. Um, and then MVP was James Harden, Any which I take there? huge issue with. There, a lot of people have opinions. Uh, yeah, a lot of people seem to have best player on feelings the best on that one. I it is what LeBron. It is. LeBron is the MVP every year. He should win MVP every single year. Nah, that's boring. 
It, it is so boring, what if it's boring? It's the truth. James Harden, James James Harden was long overdue for an MVP. That, that yeah. Rockets team probably still makes the playoffs without him. Uh, yeah, no, no question. Yeah, but not number no one. The Cavs win fifteen games without LeBron. Fair. Who is the most valuable player in the league? Who is the one player you want on your team, no matter what? The number one guy you would take over anyone. It's LeBron every time. It's LeBron. I might take Anthony Davis this year, but that's just me. This year, maybe. But I think it's I mean, I'm just saying you got LeBron. one season. I get it. I get it. Listen, every year a case can be made for LeBron. Every it's not year. who is the best player. This is the, it's who is the most valuable player. This was the and also like the Rockets did play a good portion of the season without CP3. So there was there is a case yeah. to be made there as well. Um, although LeBron did play 82 games. Yeah, 82 I mean, fucking games. and a majority of them were played with. Iman Shumpert yeah. and, and Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> the corpse of, of <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, it was a rough year. That, I, I could I could see a lot. You could sway me on LeBron. I, I was also a big proponent of Anthony Davis this year. He was kind of my pick overall. I think he did very well. This um, was the first season in a while where there wasn't like... Like, it was a unanimous MVP to some extent, but like also... Yeah, like I didn't feel super strong about any of the candidates. I was just like, you know what? If Anthony Davis wins it, cool. If uh, James Harden I wins think, it, cool. I think James Harden won it when he did that crossover. That uh, was it. Wesley Johnson's ankle. Oh yeah, that, oh, that was so literally bad. just went into another stratosphere. Yeah, that was so bad. Uh, yeah, I think that's when everyone's like, oh, I'll just give it to him for that play. Here's what I take issue with over everything, and you said it. Oh, James Harden was was due for one, so he wins a unanimous MVP more or less. Because the voters are like, well, I guess we could have given it to him last year, but since we didn't, we'll give it, given it, we'll give it to year. him this year. And I think that's a big problem is that like halfway through the season, you're like, okay, this guy's MVP. You already know. True. Yeah. True. And everybody, everybody's talking about it. And the worst part is like the media like kind of feeds this narrative to you that's yeah. like, this is the guy. This Absolutely. is who it is. Well, yeah. He's the marketable player. This is yeah. who we want to Absolutely. win MVP. The and first I, two I weeks, don't like that. The first two weeks of this season, Giannis Antetokounmpo was about to run away with every possible award. <laughs> they were going to be like, just give him every, just give him whatever. Give him finals MVP, even if they don't make it can, to the finals. Can we just talk about the awards just for a minute? Just like the show itself. I'm, yeah. I'm, so as Also, my, real quick, for the whole, he deserved it last year. I guess we'll just give it to him this year. If, if they were like, no, you know what? He needs to do better next time. DiCaprio would never have an Oscar. And that man definitely deserves an oh, Oscar. Oh, yeah, but he should have won an Oscar a long time ago. I, he should, I don't even think he, I don't even know if he should have won for Revenant. No, oh, he, I think terrible. it was his worst one that he was nominated terrible. for. I couldn't agree more. It was terrible. He should have won for Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, for a billion other Should have won for The Aviator, 2004. Yeah, that was movie. a fucking good um, movie. But get, going back to the award show. Uh, um, yes, a different award show, not the Oscars. <laughs> different, different. Is very, this the Oscars of the NBA? Yeah, it's way I think less it's more, important. I think it's this more shit the is worse than the ESPYs, dude. I would rather watch the ESPYs than this shit. It's so fun. I watched it last year and I was just like, this is so fucking boring. It's awkward. And like, it sucks so hard that we have to wait until after the season is over to know who won what award. Couldn't yeah. agree more. It's so dumb. Like, when, like if, when they announce it, like in the middle of the playoffs, that shit's fun. Like the guys who won the awards are still playing in a lot of cases. And like, you know, the MVP of the season is just like, it's just like, it gets fans excited at this point in the season. Everybody fucking forgot. Yeah. But what's, what's and really, I don't, I don't care. Nobody I just does. don't. All the arguments, all the debates that we had all year are fucking gone now because yeah. the season's fucking over. We're we're thinking about next season. We're it's been about like agency. it's been like two yeah. weeks. Yeah, it's, it's been like two or three weeks since yeah. the final. Like I don't, yeah. I don't care. I'm like all I want to know is where's LeBron going? Right. Where who's trading who? Yes, like right. I don't give a fuck about who right. won MVP last it's all, year. It's all over. Like that. The narrative of last season is over. All we're thinking about was what's going to happen. My team next fucking season. sucks ass. That's last true. season's way in my rear view. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like the draft is over. Now you're thinking about next season. It's it's free agency time. Yeah. Now you're thinking about next season. You're not even thinking about last season. It's complete. It's it's, it's in the rearview mirror. You they, gotta they you gotta to announce it before the playoffs even start. Well, and here's the, here's the thing too. Like. Steph didn't go, KD didn't go, LeBron didn't go, because guess what? It's the fucking offseason. They're hanging out in fucking Turk and Kankos and shit. Like, they're not going to the fucking... Dwayne Wade was Lauren, Lauren's brother is in Turks and Kankos. I'll have to ask him Come if he saw any NBA yeah, players. Right. He probably did. Dwayne Wade was in Ibiza. That's I, what I'm saying. I like, follow these him guys are Gabriel all over the place because they're on so. fucking vacation. They don't want to go to this award show. Yeah. It's some mandatory bullshit. Like, LeBron knew he wasn't going to win, so he was like, yeah, I'm not going to go to the awards. I know I'm not going to win, so I'm just going to go hang out. And if I get it, you guys can phone me in. Viewership like, was down. 20, I hope it's 27% this I from last year. I guarantee they yeah. tried at least two more years, and then they're like, all right, this is a fucking shit show. Nobody's watching this. The yeah. NBA subreddit, the cesspool that it is of <laughs> wigga white teenage kids. Yeah, well, you guys live there. I don't live I there. Say, and me. Uh, they were patting themselves on the back. Like, our boycott did it. Viewership was down 27%. <laughs> yeah. 
oh, fuck off. Because none of them wanted to like, watch dude, it. Dude, who gives Cause, a fuck? Because all you guys are paying for your cable packages. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I, also, I fought really hard for Twitter, and Twitter is so much worse than Reddit. Um, yeah. In a lot of ways. The, the, oh, Twitter is the worst. It's, the it's worst. my favorite social media, but it's the worst. I, I, I hate it because I don't ever remember where I heard this from, but I heard a saying that the worst thing about anything in the world is its fans. It's always the worst thing. The worst thing about Reddit is the fans. The worst thing about the NBA, the fans. Oh, the worst thing about the Twitter, the Twitter. That's Twitter good. in general, the, the fans. Twitter. Justin Timberlake said never put the in front of the company name. So. What did yeah. you say? Twitter. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> Twitter. People on Twitter are the worst people on the internet. Yeah. That was you, right? They're mean. There's just, They're terrible. Twitter is where people go to be mean. Yeah. that You, you guys want to know what the worst thing about the internet is? People. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> know what the worst thing about anything is? People. people. It's like, it sucks. <laughs> you ever watch the IT crowd? I yeah, fucking love show. that show. show. There's a scene where, oh, I can't remember the actor's name. The uh, Scottish guy. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. And he's like, people. <laughs> what a bunch of bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's great. Oh, man. Um, so let's get into some off-season talks, some free agency Oh, talk. yeah, baby. Um, F5 season. So July 1st is free agency uh, time. Um, obviously there's a lot of rumors going on today specifically if, if what is it the 28th January I mean January Jesus June. Christ June 28th like nothing's happened as we started recording this podcast but all day it was just Kawhi this Kawhi that Kawhi this mm-hmm. um, oh one, and Paul George got braids yeah the cornrows <laughs> cornrows cool. or whatever he's um, do. one thing that we didn't talk what about are they, okay is there a difference between the two yeah what's the difference because I feel like I have heard them referred to as both but I'm also a white guy. Yeah. Nope. Good to know. So, good to know. Well, the listeners don't. They might not know. I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> um, but I've heard him referred to as, I like, I've heard people say, oh, he's got braids or, oh, he's got rows. Like, what is corners the are closer. So the corners are closer to the, to the, to the scalp and they don't go very long. Braids are longer. Like okay. just in general. Braids that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and girls get braids. Uh, <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Uh, so one of the players that we didn't talk about that will almost inevitably be involved in a trade as a result of that Austin Rivers marching Gortat trade is DeAndre Jordan. Uh, it came out today that he's going to opt into his contract <clears throat> for the hopes of doing a sign and trade with what's seemingly like most likely Dallas. Yeah, maybe Dallas. It seems that Dallas seems to be the most obvious choice, although they also said that they had an eye on Boogie as well. And Clint Capella. Yeah, so they've definitely got an eye on a big man. I know Jill- Julius Randle was another one. Like Honestly, like all these big free agent guys, like, the Mavs are the only team that has a real need at center and has mm-hmm. cap space to afford somebody. So, like, they all kind of need this DeAndre Jordan trade not to happen because if it does, they're fucked. Yeah. Like, if you look at the rest of the league, the guys, the the teams that have cap space don't want to win. Like, the Bulls have cap space. The Hawks have cap space. Like, the, all these teams that have a lot of cap space don't have a need for the services of a one Boogie Cousins or yeah. even Clint Capella, for that matter. They also don't want to... Like a lot of these teams that have the cap space don't want to waste it on somebody no. long term when their plans are to do something completely different. Right. Yeah, the one team that I could see being in the mix is Indiana potentially. Indiana makes sense. And it turns out, and today that came out a rumor that they're eyeing Aaron Gordon, thinking about giving him a twenty million dollar contract. They don't have the cap space to do it unless they renounce a bunch of players. And while I wouldn't put it past them to do that, they basically have to just like banish their whole roster. Right. Well they picked up so Thaddeus well, Thaddeus Young opted into his well, of course his, his thirteen option. million at age thirty. Yeah. Well, and they said honestly, no. Stack your baby young Stevenson. man. I would honestly I think a lot of people would vie for Thaddeus Young services. That guy, that guy's I've always loved him. Yeah, name. but he's not getting thirteen million. No 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 and no and next no, no, year no, no, next no. year somebody'll still give him two years yeah. fourteen million maybe. Yeah. And oh, also they let go of Lance Stevenson. They let go of Lance which, those sons of But see, of now they have to renounce uh, Al Jefferson. Uh, is Boyan still on contract with them or no? And there's there's Bo- two other players that yeah. they have to let go to get up to twenty million in cap space. Which I mean, great, give them twenty million. Yeah, Orlando match that in a heartbeat. I mean, when you got teams talking about like twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah, twenty million, sure. Um, so I think they're a legitimate contender for a big man because you could let Al Jefferson go yeah. and get one of those guys. Um, I think Washington is probably in play a little bit. Yeah. They don't have a ton of cap space, but they've got enough. No, and they'd have to move some guys around like if they wanted to go after somebody like Boogie. But also, I wonder what the market is for Boogie. Like a guy that big coming off an, an Achilles tear. How many how many players have come off an Achilles tear and have been successful after the fact? I don't know. Like Wes Matthews? Has he, though? I mean, not nearly as good as he was. He's, no, still, he's saying, a like, good player. When, when he was healthy, he was a top five two-way guard in the NBA 
not even close. Like he was like, oh yeah, I love. He was great in Utah. Great in Portland. Phenomenal in Portland. He was so good in Portland. Then he tears his Achilles. Dallas gives him that contract, and he's he's just been okay. Not not bad, but he's not where he was when he signed that contract. You know, you look at like Kobe. Now Kobe is a different story because he was at the tail end of his career. So there's that. But like Rudy Gay, another guy, tore his Achilles, comes back, plays the following season, but he's a he's a bench player. He's a good quality bench player. But he's not Rudy Gay anymore. Rudy Gay's good quality. He was this year. Yeah, he, he did okay. pretty good. He yeah. was one of the most efficient players on that team after yeah, Lamarcus like, Aldridge. He just like he just doesn't do anything. Like <clears throat> no, he I mean, doesn't he move has, the needle for me. He doesn't get me excited. No, but I like, used to really like him too. If you look at his, if, if you look at his career, this is one of his most efficient seasons yeah. in recent memory. I've like, always he was bad in Sacramento. He was bad in Toronto. And towards the tail end of him in Memphis, he was bad there. Yeah. I would argue that he was actually pretty good in Sacramento. Those teams were just trash. That too. But he was yeah. so bad in Toronto. God, he was so bad. In Toronto. Oh, he yeah, also, he wasn't he, good there. He had to play with DeMar DeRozan, who was clearly who they wanted to be the guy, right. and they're the same player. Right. And, I mean, hey, it worked out for them. But, um, you know, Rudy, guys just, Rudy Gay is just never – Rudy Gay is always going to be the girl you date, never the girl you marry. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> She's always <laughs> – come on. Rudy Gay is like the kind of girl that you pick up at a bar one time, and maybe you never call her again. Maybe she does or, come back. Or you call doesn't. her back for two years, and then you're like, all right, well, now our contract's up. Right. You enjoy your – have fun right. in San Antonio. Rudy Gay's the the girl from high school that you fucked around with. So every time you go back home, and like, you oh, just need some love. Hey, I'm I'm home. Hey, I'm back. What are you up to? Hey, you want to grab drinks? Want chill at like two a.m. But we suck. Uh, but in any case, so the Dallas Mavericks uh, are saying that they have an eye on the big man. Um, and we talked about this a little bit on the podcast with Matt. Which if you didn't uh, check out yesterday's podcast, listeners, we did another. Uh, well, we did a draft recap with our man Matt from Tankathon.com. Uh, go ahead and check that out. We did our winners and losers. But we talked a little bit about the Dallas Mavericks team after drafting Luka, having, having Harrison Barnes and, and Wes Matthews. And drafting Custis. And who? Uh, Custis Antetokounmpo. Oh, no, that was Philly. Was it Philly? I yeah, thought he, it was. No, he got drafted by Philly. I at the swear end of the to draft. God, I thought it was Dallas. Very end, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure it was I'm Philly. almost positive it's Dallas. But in any case... Um, does adding a higher end center make that team like a fringe playoff contender next year? Yes and no. It just depends. The other thing that Dallas it depends has, on who they add. Yeah, because Dallas I, will have to get rid of like a Dwight Powell if they want to bring in like a boogie. No. Well, no, it's not about oh no. It's a, who, who's going to take his contract? He's another one that's got like a ten million dollar a year contract. That's true. He's yeah. actually a pretty good player too. Like, he but he's not like ten million dollars. No, he's good. certainly not. But. Um, it makes me think of the Hannibal Burris joke. He's like, I love Eddie Griffin. I don't love seven hundred dollars worth of Eddie Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's only seventy five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even seven hundred. Um <laughs> sorry. Clint Capella. That's who I would go after. I think so too. I think he fit their timeline. He's young. That's exactly he's gonna yeah. be more affordable. The thing with Clint he's Capella springy, he's smart. Here's uh, here's he my only reservation. Well, here's my only reservation with Clint Capella. Clint Capella has been fortunate enough to play with two of the best pick and roll ball handlers in the history of the NBA. Sure. In his first couple years. Um, does he do that with Luca? Maybe. Maybe. But you're talking about a rookie Luca playing with Clint Capella, whose best years have been with, you know, James Harden and Chris Paul. And it's very hard to have that same production with somebody who is not of that same caliber. I'm not so much worried about what he does on the offensive side of the ball because he's still young. True. He's got a lot of basketball ahead of him. And he will play well with those guys. They'll get to spend a lot of time playing together since he'll, they'll probably lock him up for four or five years. And you don't really need that much from him on the offensive end. You do if you paid him 25 mil. Is that what we? Is that the kind of money we think that he's getting? Oh yeah, I think he, I, I, I don't was, think so. The mar, the markets. You said it yourself. The market's not there. No, it's not great. But there's there's basically four centers on the market right now. Four big name centers. And there's on one market. team that needs them. And you, can, uh, if you're the Dallas Mavericks, you can go to them and say, "Well, Atlanta, hello, Atlanta, we are your best shot at getting paid." Atlanta could give Clint Capella some money. They oh yeah, because the thing is, since Clint Capella is also so young, he can still even with any sort of he fits, building he fits team. Into their timeline too. He's just he pretty much got the world's greatest training program by being able to play with James Harden and and uh, he's he's going to get at Chris least a, he's going to get at least so, a 20 to 23 million dollar deal. I thought more like 18 to 20. Nah. Dude, I, if if Zach Levine is getting 18 on the market, Clint Capella is getting 22. Zach right? Levine is a proven commodity. So is more Clint so Capella. than Clint Capella? I would say yes. Yeah, no absolutely. Way. Yeah. 100%. Zach Levine has 
played on bad teams and played with bad players and done well. Clint Capella is one of the best defensive centers in the league, is one of the most efficient scorers in the league from the low post, and is also somebody you know because of a seven-game series that just happened can play deep in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Buyer beware on good big men playoff performances. I'm just – I'm just – Let me talk to you about Bismack Biombo. <laughs> just – We talked about no, him nobody, the whole way here. Nobody needs the to talk about that here. guy. Um, let's talk about Kawhi for a little bit. This story is not going anywhere. Hold on real quick. Uh – DeAndre Jordan, Clint Capella, make your team better. Boogie Cousins and Julius Randle do nothing for you. I like so Julius Randle. All you NBA GMs that I know listen to this, <laughs> take my advice. You heard him, Daryl Morey. You heard him. You heard him, Daryl No, I, I actually really like Julius Randle. If the Bulls were to pick him up, I mean, granted, there's a lot of guys who initially we were looking at as free agent targets for like the center position, like Clint Capella or Julius Randle, who now don't make sense because of Wendell Carter. But um, I would have been happy with the Julius Randle signing. Not happy. I'm not mad with that. Um, but in any case, speaking of Julius Randle and uh, the Lakers, a lot of rumors have been coming out about Kawhi. A lot of rumors today specifically. A lot of Boston rumors. A lot of Lakers rumors. Not hearing much about the Sixers. Seems like it's a two-team race right now. Um, and all Sixers of this, have the second best odds to land them, though, if you are a gambling person, yeah. which I am. Hmm. I'm, not, I'm not buying I, I not. haven't. I haven't heard one Sixers rumor. I mean, the thing is, though, Vegas, they're so plugged in, they know. Fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. But they also said the Orlando Magic have the third best chance, which, come on. <laughs> come on. They have the third best odds. Okay, but you know. But you know that's ridiculous. Straight up for Aaron Gordon. Yeah, he said that in the car here. I almost hit him. <laughs> what? Aaron Gordon? No. So here's the thing. It seems to be a two-team two race. I haven't heard anything about Philly. I haven't heard – I heard small little chatter about uh, the Clippers, but it's pretty much been Lakers and Boston all day yeah. for the last – 48 hours, basically. I also don't foresee it happening with Boston. Boston's got a lot to offer, though. Way more than the Lakers do. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, the my thought is, if he goes to Boston and they win, like they, you know, they like they win a title, right? You might entice him to stay. Well, that's the that's the big under like that's the big like overlaying thing is that like any team that makes a trade for him has to feel really comfortable that he's going to sign after his contract expires this year. Because to to give away Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, a ball, and like Kyle Kuzma potentially for Kawhi Leonard, for him to then leave, which I don't think that happens in L.A., but if you're it Boston... It definitely doesn't happen in L.A. But if you're Boston, you're giving up like Jalen, and I mean, you give up Jalen, you give up like... Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Jalen, like a pick, obviously, probably like the Memphis pick. Um, yeah. You know they've they've got a lot of young guys and Jalen Brown is like the real the real big piece. Like Jalen Brown's way more attractive than anybody that the Lakers yeah. have right now. Go ahead. I, I had nothing. Go ahead. What is he worth Who to L.A. Jalen like, or what, oh, Kawhi? If you're, if you're Kawhi. L.A. and you have to put together a package for Kawhi Leonard, yeah, what do you give up? So here's my thing. If you're if you're L.A. and we talked about this a little bit, you have to make a move for. Kawhi now because Boston's offer only gets stronger um, as like assuming Jalen Brown takes another step in his progression like he did this year. Um, they gave Terry Rozier plays well picking off off this last season like their offer only gets stronger now unless Lonzo just like skyrockets. Yeah, it's a really unique situation. Also like, for the Lakers, they gave Julius Randle the qualifying offer, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no. they have. He's, unrest- he's an unrestricted free agent. Oh, he's unrestricted. So like, yeah, they like oh. they extended him his qualifying offer, but he's still an unrestricted free agent. Okay. So like, he can accept his qualifying offer. Yeah, or he can go out on the free market. I was, I was gonna say maybe if they did a sign and trade, giving well, they, up they Julius could. Randle. They could potentially do that. They could potentially do that. Um, they've got LA's got some pieces. Ultimately, the thing here is like, and LeBron's denied this, but. They kind of have to get somebody else oh, to sure. then get LeBron in there, or else he's just like, yo, I don't want to be the first star to go to L.A. to play with all these kids. Because if that's the case, I'll just stay in fucking Cleveland and play with Kevin Love, and let's swing a trade for one more piece. Let's go get C.J. McCollum. You don't want to keep Colin Sexton, though? No. Sorry, buddy. I like Colin Sexton, but he he ain't winning me no championships. Not it, this year. Really quick, he's he's slated as a shooting guard. Isn't he like 5'10"? No, he's a point guard. He was slated as a point guard. He got drafted as a point guard. Oh, point guard. it said shooting guard when I, when I was looking no, at No, no, no. You're looking at the wrong one, buddy. Yeah, whatever Maybe. website you're looking at is... I can guarantee it wasn't tankathon.com. 
Uh, it most certainly was not. <laughs> no, um, but like, I, I hear what you're saying when it comes to LA. Like, even Magic came out yesterday. Was like, yo, if we don't get some of the top free agents on the market in the next two years, I'll resign. Because he knows, like, it's possible that LeBron goes back, PG goes back to OKC, and the Spurs don't trade Kawhi, and they have to come back to this again next year. Yeah. Secretly, as a as a as a fan of like fun filled off seasons, I need one of those guys to end up in LA, and just one. <laughs> No, I like this whole thing where guys don't go to L.A. Yeah. I really enjoy this. As someone I think that'd be great. who every 13 years loses an all-pro player, <laughs> or who all th- every 13 years drafts a future all-pro player that ends up with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a fun fact for you, by the way. Every 13 years, Orlando drafts uh, a player, a center, <laughs> that will go on to be an all-pro. Has it been thirteen? Uh, well, I'm assuming that Mo, that Mo Bamba is going to be an All Pro. That's very um, nice of you to I'm, say. I'm, yeah, I was going to say. So you're saying Mo Bamba is going to do a very good job. But for this you guys. is, I mean, this is the, prof- the the prophecy. It's unfolding as we speak. This is the the 13th year He's we draft this center. This is, I mean, this is some some shit, man. Make sure we save this. Mm. We need to save this. So in 13 years, y'all write this down. The prophecy. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about LeBron for a little bit before we wrap up today. Um, is that all we got today? No, I think we might have a little bit more. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Not much more. I'm just having fun saying prophecy um, over and over again. So with LeBron, if he stays in Cleveland, what do they need to do to like make him feel more confident? Because chances are he probably signs a one-year deal if he goes back to Cleveland. So if he goes back to Cleveland, what do they need to do to shape that team up and get themselves back in contention? Because the East is only getting more competitive. Well, they keep talking about the possible trade for Kemba. And, Which, that's why, and that's I, why everyone's like, that's why they picked up Collins. I read something right before we started recording that said that they're that might be off the table now, but I think that's just preliminary shit. It feels yeah. like that's a really good fit for them. They have to keep Kevin Love. Have to. I will. He just hasn't. He just hasn't gotten integrated into that team in a way where he's like effective. He's just not. He just hasn't been. Get that rid effective. of Tristan Thompson. Oh, I'm all for it. But who's going to take that contract? No, I, I understand, but I'm saying like without Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love can thrive. I think that holds him back significantly. And I also think that like you need him, you, you need him. I think you need him around. Like you need a guy like him around. I think he's integral to what they're trying to do. And so I think you need to keep him and you need to find a way to get a third piece without getting rid of him. What if you, what if you package like Kevin Love and Colin Sexton for Dame Lillard and then you go out and get Paul George? Yeah. That's assuming you can get Paul George. I'm just saying, let's just say you can you you keep LeBron if you can if you can swing getting Paul George before you. I wouldn't try to trade away because if all you have is It's going to be too hard, man. LeBron said he's going to make his decision before the Fourth of July. But I'm saying it's coming fast. I'm saying if well, yeah, but if you got him, then you can then you can figure out you know trying to get like maybe Kawhi or Paul George. But that's what I'm saying. I think you have to trade away Kevin Love. I think you have to make the trade first because if you right that's if you sign Paul George. Then no team's gonna say the Trailblazers aren't gonna find a package for you. They're gonna say hell no. We're not giving you. Sure. We're but not giving you Dame. That's Miller. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, if you look at so if you look at like if if hypothetically speaking, uh, that threesome of Dame Lillard, Paul George, and Ke- and and, uh, and LeBron are in Cleveland next year. Is that is that the team that now pushes the pushes the envelope a little bit more? And Who's gets your back two in and your contention? five? Who gives a fuck? You play you play Tristan at the five. You play LeBron at the four. You play PG at the two or the three, interchangeable. And you can still put like, you still need a point guard. You still need a. Well, if Damian Lillard's playing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot about Dame. So yeah, I mean, you can fucking put Kyle Korver at the two. Like yeah, I mean, or that like, team still doesn't contend. Steady Osmond, you can put Steady Osmond there. I still don't. I'm I don't just, think. I don't. No, I know you. But, but your question better, is: is that is that is that threesome better than this year's? No, like him with Kevin. Are, are, is that threesome better than having Kevin Love and going after like a Kemba Walker? I think they're about the same. Yeah, I don't. Those are three of the top fifteen players in the NBA. No, I know, and their skill set, specifically Dame and PG, with the ability to stretch the floor. Like, that's two guys who can shoot the ball at a very high clip and score off the dribble, get their own shots. But if you It's have hard him because... And, go ahead. I was going to say, if you have Damian Lillard and Kyle Korver as your freaking backcourt, 
that is just a turnstile. No, I completely understand. It's the exact like, same problem speaking, that Portland has right maybe, now. And maybe they go get somebody else. Maybe they sound like a Marcus Smart maybe, or something uh, like unless that. Unless you, I mean, you could put George Hill in if they keep him. That's true. They still have him. I um, also, but although he would probably be a part of the freaking trade stuff. Nothing. Because then you could put like George Hill with CJ McCollum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. CJ McCollum could be another trade target for them. Yeah. I feel like Portland kind of sort of has to make a move. They need to shake the shit up well, a little bit. Get rid of it'd be cool to bring Kevin Love back home. Damian Lillard doesn't really play that well at the ball. Like ah, it's tough. Like that's the thing. And LeBron, I love. I love. I think LeBron is is the MVP, and I, I think he's the best player in the league. But LeBron has a tendency to float when he doesn't have the ball. Well, here's the thing, though. Doris Burke was saying, I forget what, what podcast she was on, but she was saying that LeBron's people are saying that he wants to play off the ball more. So, like, what better situation than to give the ball to Dame, let him run the offense, and you just, like, you get your shots. Like, you just... I just, I don't, I don't see it. I plays, can, you can say the, what you want, Plays but on the post. Wait till, like, wait till there's a game where LeBron starts getting frustrated, and then he wants the ball all the time. Well, and and that the will next... still, that'll still inevitably happen. But I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, like, based on the way he played during the playoffs, he played a lot on the, like like low post and also kind of like the high post. He played a lot in that area to conserve energy. And if that's something he wants to do, he's a phenomenal passer and can find guys like Dame or Paul George on the wing. And obviously this is all hypothetical, but like that team to me makes a lot more sense and really moves the needle for them rather than like a fucking Kemba Walker, Kevin Love. Oh, I couldn't. I, I, oh, well-known Kemba Walker hater. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. I like Kemba, but learned. Um, well, you learned. Now you're in the learned. know, so you're. <laughs> it's now more well known. Um, last <laughs> yeah, true. Last topic of the day. Well known. Who are? I don't know so why that made me chuckle. I pulled so up. Uh, I t- pulled up I'm two articles. God, I love it. <laughs> I pulled up. You guys are the worst. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I pulled up. You're just having like a, a bromance over here while I'm trying to talk. Uh, <laughs> a nice time. It's you working. Know, yeah. Nikki, they refer to that shirt color as millennial pink. Millennial you know pink. <laughs> really. That works for me. That was a worthwhile addition to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> the people are here for it. That's yeah. fair. Well, they, now they all have to Google Millennial Pink. <laughs> um, so I pulled up two articles um, from The Ringer today uh, about some of the free agents that are on the market that we're not talking about. Um, so a couple guys, bigger names that I think are, are names that we should be paying attention to that maybe we're not talking about. People like uh, Marcus Smart, for example, or... Uh, Jabari Parker, for example, some of these guys that we're probably not talking about Nurkic that are, Nurkic is another one like guys who are probably like B level free agents, yeah, um, but are still going to really make Marcus Smart's going to get somebody. paid. Marcus Smart's going to get paid. Who's going to sign Josh Smith? Uh, the Shanghai Sharks probably. Probably Shanghai. I was just looking for a Chinese basketball <laughs> association reference there. That's, that's really my, I was go-to. fishing for that one. That's all I wanted. <laughs> my go to is the only one I know. So like. All I'm, I could think the, of is the Beijing <laughs> Tigers or whatever they are. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna read off a couple names, and I want you to tell me. Actually, Beijing is the Ducks. I just want to. Is the yeah, Beijing I knew Ducks. they had a, a wild <laughs> thank, mascot. Thank so. you for fact checking. You're, you're All welcome. right. So I'm gonna read you off a couple names of some of the top free agents that we're not talking about, and I want you to tell me where you think. Let's just ignore salary caps right now because we don't know salary caps off the top of our brain. But where do you think they're best suited to play next year? Clint Capella. You going right back to the Rockets? Dallas. Okay. Okay, so we're assuming, we're assuming he, we're, we're oh, wait, assuming that people are changing. Where they're best suited? We're we're assuming, assuming, okay. if they change teams. I'm oh, saying. only if they, only change, if they teams? change teams. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, if he changes teams, yeah, I think I think Texas would be. Uh, yep, Texas, Dallas. Again? Yep. Okay, uh, Marcus Smart. If he leaves the Celtics, where is he best suited? <laughs> Don't say it. What's he going to say? I wonder if he's going to say what I was about to say. Orlando. Yeah, there. Oh no, I. He fits in well. He does. I mean, he really does. Like, I'm not. I'm actually not. But I can't help but laugh. But he's also another guy who can't shoot, and they have no shooters. He can shoot. He can't shoot well. No. I guess everybody can shoot. I mean, a guy you, with two nubs could technically shoot. You, we knew shoot that forty percent. We knew he wasn't a great shooter when he came in the playoffs with literally a cast that wouldn't allow him to move his hand, and he still shot the exact same percentage. Like he was—he's not great at shooting, but he's an amazing defender, uh, and I think he would be a blast over at, on Houston side. All right, Gonna make a move over there, Julius. That's actually a random. That's not a bad destination for him. I, I'm, I don't the disagree. Rockets. I, don't I think disagree. that'd be a blast. It'd be, Julius it'd be weird Randall. to see him in that position. You know like, where else he would also thrive? Trevor Ariza is on the market too. He'd yeah. play. He'd, he'd fit well in Philadelphia. I thought that. Oh I yeah, that, like, that'd be a good one. JJ's on the market again too, and mm-hmm. nobody. 
the consensus seems to be that he's probably going to try to go back to Philly. Yeah, to Philly. Um, but who knows? I mean, he got that one big payday. Um, was it 25 mil, right? 20, 23. 23. 23. 23, yeah. That one year, 23. Um, Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Julius Randle, center, power forward. He will somehow end up on the Magic. <laughs> They're like, no. he's big, he's long, he's strong. He's, he's, he's not that long. He's, he's really got short arms. He's got short arms. He's got short arms. arms. We don't... John Hammond doesn't love that. No, he doesn't. Um, he seems to me like a guy who's destined for Indiana if they can't pick up Aaron Gordon. Uh, I was going to say work. Indiana or uh, Millie Wake. Millie Wake is interesting. He's going to replace Jabari Parker. No, you just let him be the five. That's what he was playing yeah, in LA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just have him be your five. He's tough as fuck. Man. And they've got a ton of length there already. They do. They, they don't need him to be long. No, and they suck at rebounding. Yeah. They suck at rebounding. And that guy, for, for all That the, is actually a pretty good one. He's a... He's, He's got the short arms, but he's tough as fuck. And also, he really stretched his shooting range out last year, like substantially. Um, Aaron Gordon, we talked about this a little bit. He got an offer today. Well, he's getting looks from Indiana. Um, yeah. Where do you see him being the best fit next year? I don't actually think he fits that well in Indiana. I hmm, next. I like him. I kind of like him next to Miles Turner because they can both stretch the floor. Yeah. And he's he's athletic as fuck. I like the idea of seeing him run with Victor Oladipo. I think, bro, I watched it. It wasn't that great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they didn't have a Victor Oladipo. They had, when we had him? Well, I guess that's fair. But they didn't, they didn't have they this didn't Victor have, Oladipo. Yeah, no, I know. It's a different Victor <laughs> um, Oladipo. In all, in all honesty, <laughs> for a second, I, I thought you I forgot. Was, <laughs> I did forget for one second. I'm like, oh, wait, they were teammates. Uh, <laughs> even if... <laughs> If he just stayed in Orlando, he still wouldn't. He wouldn't be Victor Oladipo like he is now. I agree. Uh, playing with Russell Westbrook is is what turned him into. I think that and being traded twice. Um, but that said, Ooh, I didn't even think about OKC. I wonder if OKC strikes out on fucking PG if they go after like a Julius Randle or fucking like a Aaron. We could do Julius Randle and Stephen Adams. Yeah, with Taj Gibson coming off the bench. Bangers. I know. All of the teams that have enough cap space to potentially get Aaron Gordon. And this team is not one of them. But a team that I would like he could fit really well on is Washington. Yeah, I could see that. Basically taking away all the Marquise Morris minutes. Although I think they're destined to go get a center. Like they feel like because otherwise if they don't get if they don't get a center, they just trade a marching Gortat. You know who their starting center is? Austin. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No. No. Uh, this one's an exciting one. Jabari Parker. Where's Jabari Parker end up next season? I really like him in Utah. For a I, lot of I was going to say Utah. That would be great. I like him in Utah. They need a second scoring option. He needs well, a change of scenery. <laughs> they've got Grayson Allen coming uh, up. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and he's also a good old Mormon boy. I feel like he's, uh, yeah, and you know what? he's gonna like it over there. Everything he can't do, Rudy Gilbert can do. That's true. That's somebody who can clean it up. He can but isn't he floor. just Derek Favors in this situation? No, Derek Favors can't stretch the floor. That's true. I could see him in a Clippers uniform. That's an interesting That'd one. That'd be a fun one. I hadn't thought about that. I could also see him in an Orlando Magic uniform. And I'm not trying I'm not <laughs> trying to be funny. I'm no, really I, not. You're not you're not, you're not I, wrong. I'm really not. Uh I wouldn't be shocked if they went after him. I don't think they will. Um but like I mean he like at this point Orlando is trying to get whoever they can. Yep. And they're willing to overpay people to some degree because you've got to prove to people that you're willing to spend money to bring players in. Sure. So I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I don't know that I'd love the move, right. but I think the Clippers would be a great destination, though, for him. What about uh, Chicago's own Zach Levine? I guess not Chicago's own Jabari. Chicago's own Zach Levine just plays <laughs> here. But Zach Levine, if he doesn't come back to Chicago, now there's a rumor out there that the Kings are approaching him. Um, I don't think that's a really great fit, but where does Zach Levine, where does he fit? In Phoenix. Okay. Interesting. So him and Devin, he's the three then or something? Yeah, but where do you put him? Next to Devin Booker? As the, well, Devin Booker's not the one in yeah. that situation. Because your one in that situation is going to be Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton's No, they let, they let him go. Oh, they let him go? Oh, yeah, they let him go. Oh. Yeah, why aren't we talking about him on the B-class mm-hmm. level? He's a C-class. Because he's to 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 He cut his hair, so he might go up to C-class now. Jinx. No, I think... I just I think this would be fun. I don't think it's possible, but maybe spin, figure out a way to get his ass over to Philly, uh, and then instead of Markel Fultz, it's Zach Levine. They might they might have some room for him. Zach Levine. If they don't bring back. No, was that they're Zach not going to bring Zach Levine back. They're not going to bring Zach Levine over rather no. than J, J. J. Redick. If they have an option, they're bringing J J Redick back one hundred percent. 
That's true. No question. This one is kind of a joke, but not kind oh, of a joke. Hold on. I could see him in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I really could. No, I, I said that today. Uh, You're not crazy. I actually think this is a team. Actually, there's two teams in the same general vicinity Go that we Memphis. haven't talked about. Uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. He'd fit well in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, we haven't nobody. We haven't mentioned the Knicks ones. No. Come on, man. I mean, I'm just. I just think it's wild that like they can't afford him. They just paid Tim Hardaway no, 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 like seventy-two I, million dollars last year. I'm saying, <laughs> stupid. Five years, seventy-two million. Stupid. Why did like? I just don't understand. The cap went up, and every GM lost their fucking mind. Oh yeah, people got crazy. <laughs> That's why right. Joe, you know, and Little Dang are getting paid. Last, last one on the list. Uh, Bosnian yeah. beast, Yusuf Nurkic. I actually think he might be a nice little consolation prize in Washington. That's just me. Yeah, that could work. Denver with Jokic. They're going to put him right back? He's going to try it again. They're going to try it again? The Twin Towers. No. They're going to try that bullshit again? Yeah, try it again. What a fucking nightmare. Absolutely not. Um, Fuck, I don't know. You know what I think he should go? Washington, yeah. I mean, Washington does feel like a good fit. It's fine, but here's mine. Here's mine. The Spurs. Oh, oh, that's the, good. Who who knows how to unlock all of the tall white men's powers? Not only that, but their Greg center Popovich. this year was fucking Pau Gasol, and Pau Gasol is done. And yeah, Pop, is, Pop has had success with foreign centers. It's yep. true. that's a good pick. That's, a that's good a, pick. I like that a lot. Um, I had realized I hadn't. That was the only uh, Texas team I hadn't talked about yet. You like, know what? Actually, Zach there. Levine would actually not would, would, would be a good fit in in, in, spur, in, in San Antonio. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah, he'd be. Oh my god, he'd be. If they could teach him how to play defense, he's essentially Danny Green 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. And like a and a better version, a more yeah. athletic version. Oh, 100%. Um, anything we want to talk about before we wrap up today? Mm. I think we covered free agency. I feel like there's going to be a lot of news coming out over the next couple of days. Would you rather have Wayne Ellington or Seth Curry if you were a team in desperate need of a shooter? Wayne Ellington. Wayne Ellington. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got to call I got to call John Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> I well Wayne Ellington is definitely more more. He's he's Seth Curry senior. Um, he's this is his. He's, he's not his, thirty. He's only thirty. It's not his one good NBA season, but like, it's definitely an outlier. I'm also gonna say this. I can just I can see it on his face when he plays. He enjoys being in Florida. So oh. let's keep him over there. I I don't blame anybody for wanting to play in Miami. Miami's dope. Yeah, Miami's fucking awesome. Especially if you're rich. Miami's amazing. <laughs> if you're rich, Miami is incredible. I wouldn't know. You gotta yeah, go, buddy. You've never been there. People go. start listening to this thing. I'm trying to get rich off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a great question. Yeah, I think I think I think I still go Wayne Ellington. He's got a longer so, uh, track record of success in the NBA versus Seth Curry. He's got like a what three years of success in the NBA. Yeah, average eleven point two points a game last year. I like him. I like him. He was hurt last year. Yeah, but I like when, in Dallas. I mean, they they're terrible. I mean, he still played like seventy games. Did wow. he? Yeah. Yeah, he played a majority of the season. Yeah, I like Seth Curry. I really do. I still I did a lot of research on him today. <laughs> uh, anything you got, else? You got phone calls to make. <laughs> anything else that uh, we want to talk about before we wrap up today? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, per usual, guys, don't forget. Uh, make sure you follow NBA Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also follow me at J underscore Keyless on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you give the podcast a five-star review. Let the people know. Uh, we're still going to be here. Next week, we're going to try to see if we can watch the Uncle Drew movie Ooh, yeah. and talk about it uh, immediately following <laughs> media reactions to the pod, uh, to the to the, sh- the movie that will change all of our lives for the rest of our lives. Bart Scott voice can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Uh, boys, anything to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nikki Palooza. That's it. Follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. That's pretty much it. That's it, y'all. Don't forget bang, to give bang, us five stars. Thank you, the podcast. Bang. For Nikki, for Tad, for Jay, this has been NBA. We're out. Bye. Do, 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 do.